Good morning, and welcome to First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. We're a spiritual and spirited institution dedicated to the free search for truth and meaning. We're very glad you're here. So welcome to you, whoever you are, whomever you love, whatever body you live in, you're welcome here. We come from a long heritage of teaching that there's a spark of the divine in every person. So in the spirit of that heritage, I say, let us greet the holy in our midst by turning to the person to your right and left and welcoming them here this morning. This is our annual in-gathering water ceremony service. This year's service is going to be a silent pouring of water into the bowls, mingling our essences, the joy of our families, the joy of our travels, the joy of our homes, or the sorrows of our summer into one bowl. Even though it's a water ceremony, we still light the chalice with fire. It is the symbol of our faith. Will you say with me the words by which we light it? In the light of truth and the warmth of love, we gather to seek, to find, and to share. Our call to worship this morning was written by Rabindranath Tangore. The Stream of Life. The same stream of life that runs through my veins night and day runs through the world and dances in rhythmic measures. It is the same life that shoots in joy through the dust of the earth in numberless blades of grass and breaks into tumultuous waves of leaves and flowers. It is the same life that is rocked in the ocean cradle of birth and death in ebb and flow. I feel my limbs are made glorious by the touch of this world of life, and my pride is from the life throb of ages dancing in my blood this moment. We have mixes like that because we have people who come to this congregation with roots in every major world religion, including staunch atheism and neo-paganism. And we have people with practices from all those religions as well. And what holds us together? One of the things that holds this congregation together is its mission. We wrote it on the wall and we say it together every Sunday. We gather in community to nourish souls, transform lives and do justice. One of the ways that we keep this mission going is with our annual stewardship drive. We don't receive funds from anyone but our own members. We don't get anything from the denomination, and we don't sell advertising in the bulletin. And so it is completely a member-supported organization. To talk to you about it this morning is Linda West. Good morning. I am Linda West, as Meg said, and my husband Michael and I have been members here since the early 80s. Before that, as a matter of fact, I was a member of a mainline Protestant congregation. 
Meg isn't the only one with preacherly roots. My granddaddy was a traveling circuit preacher. Some of his early rounds were done on horseback. Michael claims it was a donkey, but he's confusing stories about granddaddy with the Virgin Mary. (laughs) My mother always said, when daddy got itchy feet, he always got the call. That's all caps, call to another ministry, another town. But even with that background, I had a very different idea growing up and as a young adult of stewardship than I have today. Those of you who are already pledged to the max, you're not the ones I'm talking to today. You can take a little snooze, work on your grocery list. I'm talking to the folks who are where I was until just a few years ago. You see, until fairly recently in dog years, I thought if I dropped a few dollars in the collection plate on Sunday that I was supporting my church. It's pretty much what I'd done since I was a kid. I'd put a quarter or 50 cents, depending on my allowance as a child, in the collection plate. A few dollars from my tiny paycheck as a young teacher. I guess I thought it was like an admission ticket. Though I know there were times when I wasn't paying as much for a church performance as I might have paid for season tickets to the ballet or Zach Scott or the opera. Somewhere along the way, my perspective changed, and I realized I wasn't paying for a performance, contributing in years when the sermons were scintillating and the music was to my taste, or withholding if we hit a boring patch or the music was too raucous. We are fortunate that our ministers are large of heart and great of brain and scintillating in in presentation, and our music is recognized citywide, but that isn't really the point. I realized I was supporting a family, a church family, a family that needs our steady income so that it can budget for the building that shelters us, the air conditioning that cools us, the lights that light our ways, our ministers and staff who inspire us and guide us and help us to live out our values, the many programs that help to reinforce those values. Families work best when they work together, when they plan for the future and educate their young and offer a stable, loving environment. Your pledges and mine help to do that. If you don't quite yet feel like you're part of the family, I urge you to get involved. We have justice ministries, care ministries, green ministries, chalice circles, ground committees, Hogwarts camps, so much more. So many places where your heart and energies can find a home. Where you spend your time and treasure, your heart is likely to follow, and the life you transform just may be your own. Thank you. Our meditation reading this morning was written by Denise Levertov. Don't say, don't say there is no water to solace the dryness at our hearts. I have seen the fountain springing out of the rock wall and you drinking there. 
And I, too, before your eyes, found footholds and climbed to drink the cool water. The woman of that place shaded her eyes, frowned as she watched, but not because she grudged the water, only because she was waiting to see we drank our fill and were refreshed. Don't say, don't say there is no water. That fountain is there among its scalloped green and gray rocks. It is still there and always there with its quiet song and strange power to spring in us up and out through the rock. A lot of times when it's only the grown-ups here, we have a long period of silence for people to do kind of a meditation. That means get real quiet in your head and in your heart. Now that we have the kids here, we're going to take deep breaths together. Are you ready? You know how to breathe? Excellent. Let's take six or seven deep breaths together. We don't have to do it all at the same in and out because we're different sizes. So try to take real quiet breaths because some people are going to try to do the quiet thing anyway. Here we go. And on our last breath, let's make a humming noise. Let's go like this. Nice. Thank you. You are now invited to light candles of joy or sorrow, hope or remembrance. What we do at Water Ceremony is we pour water that represents us and our families and our loves and our essence. We pour water into the bowl, and that helps us picture ourselves as all our essences mingle. Sometimes we tell about where the water comes from, but this year we're just going to do it silently. So if you brought water... Great. Pour it in. And if you don't have water, just pour a little from the pitchers. And if your families come up to pour water, you're welcome to join them. And then you come back to the choir because I need, I need you right now. All right. You ready? So everybody behind where the ushers are standing, come on up and pour your water while we all sing. Earth my body, water my blood, air my breath and fire my spirit. Earth my body, water my blood, air my breath and fire my spirit. Earth my body, water my blood, air my breath and fire my spirit. Earth my body, water my blood, air my breath Fire my spirit, earth my body, water my blood. Stamp your feet if you want to. Fire my spirit, earth my body, water my blood. Air my breath and fire my spirit. 
Okay, now we're going to sit down because I'm going to talk for a little bit. In days, really, 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 really long, 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 long ago, people told stories about how humans and animals and trees and rocks were created. And a lot of the stories of how everything was created have to do with being made out of earth. A lot of people tell a story about... God taking the mud, and you know how God made the mud wet? God spat on the mud and made people, and then breathed the breath of life into the people, and they turned into what we are. Another story has a divine being named Spider Woman, and she took earth of all the different, you know how earth is all different colors out in West Texas, it's red and yellow and here it's red and pale gray and dark black. There's all kinds of colors of earth. And Spider Woman took all the colors and mixed them and matched them and um, created human beings of every different color. And all the plants and all the animals and all the flowers of different colors and she It's not that she breathed the breath of life into them in that story. It's she sang a song of creation. And so when we say, earth my body, that goes back to all of the ancient stories, but it also goes back to our, one of our current uh, religions, which is called science. And many of us believe very strongly in science. And science says that life started in the ocean But pretty soon, there were beings that could live both in the ocean and on land. And then there were beings who developed so that they couldn't breathe water anymore. Can you all breathe water? No, it doesn't work out very well. We are designed or evolved, two different words for pretty much the same thing, to um, breathe through our noses and our mouths using our lungs. Air. We breathe air. Did you know that? I'm here for informational purposes. (laughs) And so we sing. Let's sing it again just for a minute. Earth my body, water my blood, air my breath and fire my spirit. Earth my body, water my blood, Air my breath and fire my spirit. Okay. So air. Oh, I want to talk about water first. Did you know that our bodies are half water? 
do you think it's this half or do you think it's this half? (laughs) It's not either one, right? Because you can feel your bones. You can feel your bones so you know it's more than just water. Our bodies are half water and the water is mixed up all in there in everything. In our little, little tiny bits that are called cells. All y'all real scientists, please forgive me. Cells, (laughs) that's the smallest thing I'm going to talk about. And um, in our blood and a a lot of what we are is water. And so we in our religion of Unitarian Universalism and Texas, we respect water very much. And one of the ways that we respect water is that we don't water our yards all the time because we're watering them usually with drinking water which is crazy. In a hundred more years, they'll go, I can't believe they were watering their yards with drinking water. So we water our yards carefully. We try to plant plants that don't need very much water. We don't run the water while we're brushing our teeth. Am I right? Can I get an amen? Thank you. And we try to drink lots of water. And we drink water because that makes us healthy. Yes. As a baby, you want some water right now. So we're, gl- we're really grateful for the clean water that we have here. Now, in some countries all over the world, there are people who don't have clean water. And they have to send their kids on long walks to go get water every day. I mean, long walks out into the dangerous woods. So the children go in the woods and get the water and bring it back home, and try not to spill any. And sometimes the water is clean, and sometimes the water is so dirty that it makes them sick. And so we know people who are working, working, working to try to get people all over the world to have clean drinking water, and so their children don't have to go on long walks through the woods to get water. So we sing about water And we think about water in our bodies. And we have a water ceremony in our church because we love water. Air is our breath. And we honor the air every time we breathe in. And we use our powers, which for the grown-ups usually means votes. We use our votes. You know what a vote is? Anybody? Yeah, you know what it is? Great. It means when you go to the polling place, I don't know why they call it that. It's just called the polling place. It should be called the voting place, right? But you go to the voting place and you pick who's going to make the laws that affect your breathing. Pretty simple. And now what about this one? Fire my spirit. Why do we say our spirit is fire? Well, our religion, Unitarian Universalism, has a symbol, the lit chalice. What's it lit with? Right. And we send our prayers and our meditations and our hopes and our wishes up into the air with fire. This religion has a lot of fire in it. And we are fiery about justice, and we are fiery about um, fairness and nourishing our souls and good grammar. 
We are fiery about that. I'm not sure if that's good or bad, but it's just the way it is. I'm telling you the truth. Am I not? Can I get an amen? Amen. Thank you. So it's hard. It's kind of hard to talk about our spirit, but we're fixing to feel it in a minute. Spirit. Our spirit is that thing inside us that tells us how to love. And it tells us, I'm not talking about tells us like in a real voice. If you hear a real voices in your head and there's nobody around, you got to tell somebody and get that fixed. But you have a little, a small voice in your conscience and in your heart and in your spirit that tells you what I did was really good or, oh no, I hurt, I just hurt somebody's feelings and your spirit feels like, oh. And sometimes when you see a friend of yours and you see them laughing, you can see their spirit. Does anybody have a friend? Does anybody have somebody that like to see them laugh? Yeah, it kind of makes your spirit happy when you see somebody that you love laughing. That's your spirit. And your spirit, I think, this has got nothing to do with what y'all have to think. Your spirit is that thing in you that lives and is... You is the you-ness of you. And it connects you to the big spirit that connects everything together. So my spirit connects me to the tree spirit and the rock spirit and the cats and the puppies and the aardvarks and the porcupines. You get the idea. And all of the dolphins and even the sharks. Maybe. But we believe that everything is connected by the big spirit. And our spirit is part of that big spirit. And we picture it as a little spark of fire. And sometimes we feel it in a pretty sparky way, too. Will you please say with me the words by which we extinguish our chalice? We extinguish this flame, but not the light of truth, the warmth of community, or the fire of commitment. These we hold in our hearts until we are together again. The river is flowing, flowing and growing. The river is flowing down to the sea. Oh, mama, carry me, child, I will always be. Oh, mama, carry me down to the sea. Go in peace. This is a production of the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. For more information, go to our website at www.austinuu.org.